The process of landing and Western banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content on this episode today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button because we've been putting out these content multiple times a week and I want to make sure that you get all the future content as we put out more and more useful and valuable investment banking recruiting advice. Okay, Today I want to talk about one of the biggest myths out there that I see from students all the time, which is what do I have to study in school or what should I be majoring in? if I want to pursue investment banking as a career. Okay, we get this question a lot. Um, And most of the time, uh, students think that they have to study something like business or finance or econ or accounting or, you know, something along those lines if they want to get hired by the investment banks. Uh, In reality, um, I understand why a lot of students think that, but... This is actually not true at all, okay? First of all, let's start with some data. So this is a um, this is a table that I grabbed from a, a website called eFinancial Careers. They publish a lot of uh, really useful articles. I highly encourage you guys to uh, re- read it if you, if you guys are inclined to do so. Um, but basically, they looked at over a million different resumes of people that are working in investment banking to figure out where did most of the investment bankers, uh, or what did most of the investment bankers study? Okay, uh, what they found was what you see here on this chart, which is that sure enough, about one in four investment bankers, 23%, actually studied finance back when they were in college. Another one in five, around 19%, studied business administration, uh, administration or and management. Right, another 14% studied economics. Another 11% or so studied accounting. Okay, so 23 plus 19 is 42, plus 14 is 56, uh, plus 11 is 67. So about two-thirds of the investment bankers out there studied one of these four majors, either finance, business, econ, or accounting. Right. So you might be saying, okay, well, uh, doesn't that mean that I should study one of these four majors if I want to break into investment banking? Um, maybe. But in reality, what you have to realize is that uh, correlation does not equal causation, okay? Meaning, yes, there are a lot more bankers who studied one of these four majors, but you also got to understand that there's some self-selection going on here in the data, right? Like someone who studies either finance or business or econ, they're going to be a lot more likely to apply for a job like investment banking in the first place, whereas someone who maybe studies history or engineering, or you know, computer science, they're going to be less likely to apply, right? So it doesn't mean that the banks, you know, don't like hiring these people, but actually, just statistically speaking, there are a lot fewer of those people in the applicant pool. Okay, but as far as whether studying finance or business or econ accounting gives you a competitive advantage uh, when it comes to recruiting, I mean, aside from you know taking more relevant courses and having curriculum that maybe is more similar to what you will need to know on the job. Um, 
aside from that, like the answer is not really. Like the banks aren't actively seeking out people with specific majors. And back when you know I was on uh, the on-campus recruiting team and we were screening resumes and things like that, we didn't really care what people majored in. We didn't you know give extra points to people who major in finance and then you know subtract point or negative points for someone who uh, majored in English literature. Okay, that just doesn't happen. And so. That's the first thing I want you to understand. And uh, the fact of the matter is, like, everybody knows, like, most of the stuff that you need to know on the job, you learn it on the job. Like, to be completely honest, probably 90 plus percent of the stuff that you learn in school, you're not really going to use in your day to day. It's all like theory, right? Theory is nice, but it's not necessarily practical. So I think people understand that. Just to give you some more uh, other anecdotal, uh, anecdotal da- uh, data around this. So here's um, kind of like a screenshot that I grabbed of um, the different uh, people that were, uh, these are the different people in my first year analyst class uh, when I first started investment banking. So there were five of us in this class, a small sample size, but still gives you a, uh, a glimpse into kind of the makeup of our class, right? So the first one up here, this is, uh, myself, right? So I went to UC Berkeley and I gra- uh, I graduated uh, from Haas. So I did major in business, right? Um, and so I guess I'm a little bit more cliche, right? Uh, the second person in my class actually graduated from Cornell, but he studied international political economy, okay? Which is, you know, uh, kind of like poly slash slash econ, right? The third person graduated from UC Irvine, which is actually not a target school, um, but she majored in economics, the fourth person graduated from Tufts. He majored in engineering and international relations, so he was a double major, right? And then the fifth person graduated from Dartmouth, and he graduated uh, with a degree in econ and biophysical chemistry, okay? So what this tells you is that, look, um, what's more important rather than what it is that you're studying is actually, you know, what school you go to because most of the schools on here, I would say Berkeley, Cornell, and Dartmouth are all definitely target schools. Tufts is a liberal arts school, maybe more of a semi-target. Um, Jamie Dimon, uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan, did graduate from there, which is a fun fact. But UC Irvine definitely is not a target school. But um, so four out of five people in this class uh, graduated from either a target school or, or at least a semi-target. And then there was one person from a non-target school. So even then, that's 20%, right? So for the people that say, hey, you can't get into banking from a non-target school, that's also not true as well. But definitely from a major standpoint or like what people study in school you can see there's a very diverse uh set of you know background in here right and so you don't ever want to listen to people who speak in absolutes like oh you have to major in this if you want to do banking or you have to go to this type of school if you want to do banking or you know you have to work at this type of bank if you want to be able to exit to private equity or hedge funds or whatever like almost nothing is ever absolute right and so that's another data point for you and then just a couple more uh, fun ones for you guys. So um, let's look at some of the most successful people in investment banking and what they did, right? Uh, before I come here, actually, so I want to walk you through the last three CEOs of Goldman Sachs, okay, including the current one and what they studied in college. So let's look. I, I looked this up, right? Henry Paulson was uh, Goldman Sachs CEO uh, before Lloyd Blinkfein, right? So um, he was there from 2000, year 2000 to 2006. Okay, so he graduated from Dartmouth in 1964, and he had a degree in English 
Okay, so he studied English, which has nothing to do with business or finance whatsoever. Right, so that's that's Henry Paulson. After Henry Paulson left in 2006, um, the next CEO was Lloyd Blankfein. So Lloyd Blankfein, he was a history major. Okay, um, this article is funny. It actually says business majors who are beavering away in college on accounting and finance in hopes of becoming the next Lloyd Blankfein might like to know that the original Lloyd Blankfein was a history major long before he ran Goldman Sachs. Right, so Henry Paulson. Uh, English major, Lloyd Blankfein, history major, okay? Neither of which have anything to do with finance. So what about the current CEO of Goldman Sachs, David Solomon? He graduated Hamilton College in Clinton, New York, where he earned a Bachelor's of Arts degree in political science and government. So he was a poli-sci major. So the last three CEOs of Goldman Sachs, these are some of the most successful bankers in the industry. They climbed to you know, become the head of the most a successful investment bank on Wall Street, none of them majored in any of those four majors that we that we just saw uh, on, on the on the e-financial career data set, right? So what you study, again, has absolutely nothing to do with how successful you're going to be in banking, and it has nothing to do with how likely it is that a bank will want to hire you, okay? So I will just end this um, episode on uh, this quick clip of Lloyd Blankfein, he actually, um, in a talk that he gave to the Goldman Sachs uh, summer 2023, uh, sorry, summer 2013 intern class, he actually talked about this exact topic, which I thought was, this is one of the best advice I've ever heard on this, so I want to share it with you guys. So let me just play this uh, clip for you real quick. It's about a couple minutes, okay? And I thought I said, you know, to be successful in this firm or in life, any part of life, I think what you have to try to be, and by the way, successful, not economically successful, but successful to yourself, in other words, be happy in to some extent, you have to certainly know the content of your business and your focus. And it's very important to have focus. And I don't doubt that you get a lot of information and advice on the focus part, because that's what everybody thinks is the only thing you have to do. But I think you also have to be, and maybe this is even more important at the end of the day, you also have to be a complete person. You have to be interesting. You have to have interest away from the narrow thing of what you do. You have to be somebody who's interesting to yourself, but you have to be somebody who somebody else wants to talk to. And, you, um, you know, people in these jobs and things like that, you don't get locked up in a carrel, you know, chained to a desk, fed, you know, food under the door, just churning out spreadsheets. Nobody's going to ask you to churn out this spreadsheet, even, even if you're good at it. You have to be a complete person. And I think the order of things should be in your early life and your earliest part, like college, I think, is should be for becoming a complete person and then get more and more focused. You don't want to start out, focus now and get narrow from there. Now's the time when you should, you know, people, I think, should take And, and I know it, it doesn't feel like that. In other words, and by the way, your big brother or sister in this firm, I got to say that to you, but look at what really they did. Look who they are. In other words, if you want to look at who's successful in the firm or in any other firm, go through that and really look at who they were. And sometimes, I, and this comes up to me in a lot of context. Somebody will say, oh my goodness, let's go. I want to be a two-year analyst at Goldman in two years at a private equity firm. I'm going to go to and do that. And I said, because that's the mantra and that's the protocol and that's the thing. And I said, by the way, those people who you want to emulate in the world, who are those successful people who are going to hire you for that two-year, what did they do? That's not what they did. Some of them were in government for 15 years. Some of them worked at Goldman Sachs for 20 years and really became very, very adept at something before they went. But they didn't do what you, they didn't do what they're saying. And they're not lying to you. If you slap the lie detector on them, they'd be telling, it's just not the narrative. I think you have to be more, I, I, once I said this, I riffed on this in another context and some people saw it. I'm, I, I like to read history and I like to read the biographies part of history because I like to know what people really did that get it because you find that nobody, that nobody took that kind of a straight line. And so when people hear and worry, oh my God, I'm getting out of college already and I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to, uh, you know, discount a cash flow. I mean, I promise you, you'll, if you're here for 15 minutes, you'll know how to do that. As, and, and, and having studied it in college for four years and then having your 15 year minutes here of learning it won't make you know it more. 
and, uh, and six months after you're here, no one will remember who, who did it. But if, you, but if you have a more breadthy kind of a, an academic career where you, you learn more stuff and you're more interesting and you read, you, know, you read a Shakespeare play and you took an art course, that's going to serve you well, not just in your personal life, in your business life. You should be a more interesting person. So that was, you know, the clip that I wanted to play for you guys. I thought it was amazing. He touched on how it's more important for you to actually study whatever it is that you find to be interesting, something that you find to be, uh, that, that you're passionate about, um, as opposed to just saying so early on, just like, oh, I'm going to be 100% focused on finance or whatever. And then like over time, as you get older, you're going to specialize and it's going to become more and more narrow, sure. But in the beginning, you want to experiment and explore and try as many different things as possible um, and learn as many things as possible and become as well-rounded of a person as you can be before you start to narrow down and really focus uh, on becoming a specialist or something, right? So anyway, hopefully this helps you guys. For those of you that are stressing out over, you know, whether in the wrong major or right major and whether, you know, that makes you eligible for investment banker or not, I just want to squash that myth once and for all and let you know that no matter what it is that you're studying, you can absolutely become an investment banker if that's what you choose to do, okay? Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.